to I see I see I see I see I I I'm feeling sorry for you. No, no, I'm feeling sorry for you. No, I'm feeling sorry for you. No, no, I spent my time on my own. I had to find my own. Now that I see where I've gone. I can't say right when you're I don't apply to that. I see I to I see it. I had to start from I don't apply to that. I'm feeling sorry for you. No, no, I'm feeling sorry for you. No. I'm feeling sorry for you. Oh, oh, I'm feeling sorry for you. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lady Lou. Y'all already know your host of Music Over Poverty, Poverty Talk Podcast. I'm going to get right into it. For those that don't know what the episode is about, we're I'm, I'm going to just get right into this whole coronavirus thing. Um, and the effects, the effects of it in the black community. So basically how I feel about the whole pandemic that's going on right now is that it's, it's a serious thing. Um, and for all my people, you know, for all my spiritual people out there, you know, my people that are aware, you know, that it is affecting us in different ways. Um, it's not only a physical, you know, war, it's a spiritual war as well. So that's another episode that I'm going to get into, which will probably follow up from this episode. But I just want to get into um, this episode, which is based on my point of view of the black community and how it's not being taken serious in the black community. Like the black community just seems to be really rebellious um, against this whole thing that's going on. Now, I know in the beginning, even myself, you know, um, made comments as a, you know, it's not affecting us. Cause at first I thought it was just, you know, another trick of the machine sleeve as you know, most of these things are. Um, but this is very real. This, this virus is very real and it's affecting, um, the color people as well as every, you know, people of other races. And now that we see that it's very serious, we should take, take it very serious, but I don't, Feel like it's being taken serious in the black community and the urban african-american dominated communities uh, be- between seeing it just to go outside to to the market to re-up on food or toiletries um, which i've been doing and as some of my listeners you know you guys know i just had a newborn so i'm not even outside i haven't been outside for months you know my me going outside hasn't been a thing so it's really not a big thing for me to be inside, but just to see how hard it is is for others to be inside. It's really, you know, it's something that you have to really ask yourself, um, the reasons, you know, and, and what, why are, you know, African-Americans or, you know, black people being so rebellious 
towards the COVID-19 uh, coronavirus um, pandemic. So, you know, I just, I first want to start out, I feel like a lot of it has to do with ignorance um, and, and the lack of knowing and the that's just it. The, the ignorance and the lack of knowing. If you're not doing your research, if you're not really into researching, you know, what happens outside of your own uh, comfort zone, you know, if you're not into educating yourself on things that you just, you know, you limit yourself to the things that you were taught or the things that you, st- you know, you know, is limited to what, what, you know, where your education stopped at. You know, a, a lot of people doesn't self-teach. So if you don't look into these things, you know, and a lot of, you know, we are all walking around with cell phones. Everybody has a cell phone, whether it's Android, iPhone or whatever. You have a way to ask a question and get an answer. Now, whether the answer is accurate, 100 percent, we don't know that. But that's why you have to do your research. You have to do your research, even if you don't know, even if you are, you know, the biggest drug dealer on the corner or the, you know, the biggest hooker, streetwalker, or the poorest man, but you still have a cell phone. I don't care. Wherever you are, do your research. Do your research. Whatever caliber of life or whatever walk of life you're living right now, it's serious. I don't care where you are. As excuse me, do your research. It's not really hard to pick up your cell phone that you're on 24 hours out of the day, probably, you know, to just simply ask a question or to simply just pay attention. And this is what bothers me about the black community because we scream and holler about the disadvantages that we face and, you know, the lack of love and the lack of respect and everything else that we go through on a day-to-day basis as black people. And y'all know for me, for sure, I'm the first to speak up about it. But when shit like this goes down, it really pisses me off, you know, because y'all know my motto. I stand for my people, but I will hold them responsible at the same time. And right now I'm holding them responsible. I'm holding us accountable for the bullshit that's going on right now. I'm seeing full out fucking barbecues when I'm going to the market. I'm seeing full out, you know, gatherings and people drinking and, you know, and I know a lot of that is coming from the second thing that I know that, you know, is, is one of the causes why we're being so rebellious towards this is mental illness. The fucking mental illness, you know, is it's not really settling in with a lot of people. It's not settling in with a lot of people. When you when when all of this is going on, one, because you're speaking to people and you're talking to people that already have the mindset that they don't give a fuck, that they don't care, that life is just what it is right now and whatever happens just may happen. And this is why we have the continuous crime rate that's going on, even though we have a pandemic going on. It's a fucking live virus going on, you know, that's fucking with people, you know, upper respiratory, you know, systems and and killing them. You know, this, this virus has caused deaths many deaths and especially it has spread it into our state and not only into our state but into our city and we know people that know people that have been affected and passed from it but yet you still have that level of I don't give a fuckness you know coming from that that state of people with that mentality and then you have those that just are ignorant or just don't know they don't know and they're doing the best that they can in this situation because they are now 
being shown that shit is real. You understand what I'm saying? When you are living in a place every single day, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, where you're stuck there every single day and you do nothing different every day you get up, you go to the deli, you get a beer, you know, you sit with the same people, you have the same conversations or not or whatever. When you're every day living, it's the same thing every single day and you don't live outside of that. You really can't reach outside of that when these things like that go on. You understand what I'm saying? Spiritually, everybody is goes right into in, into fear. And for the people that are suffering from mental illness, you know, it's not going to register to them as quick as it would, you know, for somebody being in a right state of mind. So we we have a number of things that's been that's been taking place into why to the why we're you know we're seeing this and we're going through this and it's very frustrating you know i've expressed my frustration online on twitter on facebook on instagram about the lack of care for your own fucking life you know if you know better you do better and a lot of us know better we just decide or just choose not to do better and that's straight fucking ignorance to me and that really puts me in a mindset that i just don't want to deal with my own people sometimes I don't want to deal with them sometimes. And that's not to make any other race or make my race feel like I don't look, you know, that would, that would be too, that would be far fetched from the truth. But these are the times where I'm just pissed off and frustrated because the ignorance is, is, is shown. And it's just like right there, you know, and it's like these fucking, like, what does it take for you to realize that the shit you're doing it has to come to an end. You understand what I'm saying? What does my ancestors have to do to show you that this shit is going down, that it's it's over, that the universe is now cleansing itself. We have all this extra shit going on from the machine, you know, for my people that know what I'm, you know, where I'm at with that one. That's again, that's for another episode. But we have all these things, you know, we have technology and science at war right now. And and this is the outcome of everything. And th and this is a, a time where you should just sit back and watch everything that's going on. While you're inside, you should just pay attention to what's going on right now. You should just ask yourself, why wasn't I prepared for this? You understand what I'm saying? For those that were not prepared, for all of us, all of us were not prepared. Some of us are not prepared. You have to ask yourself, why? Why wasn't I prepared? Now you know to be prepared. Now you know the steps you need to take because shit is getting real. It's not, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? It's going to get, as technology goes on, as science progresses, we're going to have these things that happen because you have people that's in power and you have people that's in place. And those two things will always coincide and they will always clash. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of the things that's going on is out of our control, especially for the poor people in the hood, the poor people in the hood, those that are living in hunger, those that are living in poverty and, and those that are, are living in gun violence every single day we are living in an actual war and this and on an everyday basis so it's really kind you really can't expect 
um, black people to react to certain things that other races or other, you know, people of this earth may react to, you know, and, and that, that got a lot to do with the mental state of a person and the traumas and everything that we've been through on a day-to-day basis. You know, it has some, in, in a lot of senses, it's not ignorance. You know, it's not the case for everybody. It's not the case for mental illness for everybody, but it's just a, it's a shock. And in this time right now, it's a condition. And right now we are only in this condition temporarily. You understand what I'm saying? Pray yourself out of it. Meditate yourself out of it. Do not allow this, what's going on right now to consume you of who you are, you know, consume you of what, what's going on right now. You have to fight this physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. You have to fight this virus. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm saying this to my people in the hood that's in our urban communities that are struggling in all these areas with this COVID-19, with this coronavirus, everybody that's struggling to try to figure out what's going on, you know, what, what steps do I take? You know, why are things being restricted? They don't know, you know, martial law has been spoken about, um, you know, the microchips been spoken about. It's a lot of theories. It's a lot of things that's going on. That's all I'm going to say. It's a lot of things that's going on. I'm not going to say all truth and all lie. That's for another episode. Um, and that's for people of a higher being. And when I say a higher being, I mean in tune with themselves um, outside of this this physical world. Um, excuse my baby boy. I'm hearing a little, a little one crying. I think he's waking up. Um, but y'all, y'all know I get I, I have to I have to talk about it because I, I cannot continue to see or continue to deal with watching the ignorance of my people every day. It just really does something to me spiritually because I fight so hard to speak up to fight for what's right. What you know with us and all of us are you know are not carrying those um, those demons and. Um, those troubles and those traumas, but we have, we will all share, you know, that, that one thing and and that's the color of our skin. And that's the way we have spiritually been abused amongst this universe, physically abused amongst this universe, mentally abused amongst this universe. Um, um, that's something that we will all share as one. It doesn't matter how different we may look, um, how different our lifestyles may be, how different our upmaining bringers have been. We will always share that one thing. And that's being the being. So to see how some of us lack that knowledge. Um, it, it really it really bothers me, you know. And, and I just want to, you know, really talk to my people. And, and I try to do that in, in the physical. I try to do that, you know, online. I do that a lot. When I'm, you know, just in traffic and I bump into people and I'm talking and, you know, I show them love and I, I try to give them education with the education that I have, the things, you know, the Jews and gems that's been dropped on me. I always pass it on to the next person because it's important that we do that. And it's important in this time that we talk to our neighbors, that we talk to our friends, that we talk to our relatives and let them know that this shit is real. We have to talk to our kids. We have to, you know, 
learn precautions and boundaries. And we have to have that and stick with that, you know, and we cannot allow this to separate us, which it is and which it will, because you will always have those that are hard headed and just won't fucking listen until they're resting in peace and they no longer understand until they're in the afterworld and they, you know, and they realize they're no longer here with us, but it shouldn't have to take death. It shouldn't have to take, you know, the, the ugly look, or it shouldn't have to, to take somebody looking, you know, telling you, you ignorant or because all, because you don't want to pay attention and listen. You understand what I'm saying? Like what, what part of of living did it become that you no longer wanted to you understand what i'm saying i've seen um a picture a photo of uh, oh maybe over 30 people in the line waiting for seafood over 30 and they were cramped up i mean they were not spaced out they were cramped up and i'm thinking to myself if we were able to in my generation i had the chicken pox who had the chicken pox okay i'm 33 so if you had the chicken pox it was more than likely in the time in my era back then, you know, in the nineties when we caught the chicken pox and how, if you were in a fucking household with your brothers and sisters, cousins, and remember we came up in households, we were deep. It was about six, seven, eight, nine, ten of us. Okay. All of us got the fucking chicken pox. You know, this is something similar. It passes on, you know, it's not like your common cold or your common flu. Yes, it does have the same symptoms, but it's rapidly working. It's, it's progressing at a rate, at a rapid rate. That's not safe for anybody, you know, and for, for people, um, of color to discard of that, to not pay attention, to not have those, take those precautions, to not even care enough to be safe for yourself, to be safe for your family, to be safe for your children. That's just, I'm just not understanding any of it. And I think we need to really step back and, and pay attention to all of this. So when we come out of this, if we come out of this, we will know how to deal with certain people, certain situations, you know, certain tragedies and all of the above. I hope this is a, a, a wake up call, you know, to a lot of us, a wake up call to, you know, those that were not paying attention, a wake up call to those that are paying attention to push harder, push harder in prayer, push harder in meditation. Um, I hope this pushes and brings us together as one because now is the time that we do so. And if we are not paying attention that our ancestors are not happy with the way the universe is going. And that's why we're having so much of this weather change going on because we're, you know, abrupt, we're being erupted, you know, unnaturally. And now it's the big payback. The big payback is going on while all this other stuff is going on. So is the big payback. And I need my people to pay attention outside of your own understanding. I need you to understand and understand what's going on right now with us. I need you to stay home. I need you to stay safe. I need you to wash your hands. I need you to cleanse your house. I need you to take precautions with your children, to educate your children. Stay the fuck home. Do I have to speak in that language? In order for black people to understand that this shit is real. Stay your black ass home. If you're not going outside to 
stock up on toiletries, on food, on water? What are you outside for? What are you just, you just going outside for what? This is the time that you need to be in the house to be connecting with your children, to be vibing with your children, to, to take care of your home, to look at your finances, to make sure you're war ready, to educate yourselves, to cook, to clean. Yes, it's a, it's a disadvantage, excuse me, it's a disadvantage. For a lot of us, it's a disadvantage for single mothers who are essential workers and they still have to go to work and they don't have any child care. This is when the community is supposed to come together. Where are your girlfriends? That's off. Where's your girlfriends that don't have to go to work? Where's the boyfriend, you know, that's that's been there, that's proven himself to be protective around your children? Where is he? He doesn't have to work. Why he can't watch him? Why your girlfriends can't watch him? You understand? Can Nana take a day? Can your close neighbor that always asks you for sugar that you trust take a day? Can the community come together and look out for each other and look after these babies while our essential working mothers and fathers are still at work? Can we do that? Is this a time that we're going to sit back and reflect on that? Reflect on people who are still struggling during this pandemic because we still can't come together during this time? We are going through what you see right here now is a cleanse. It's a cleanse and it should open the eyes of all of us. We should be seeing clearly exactly step by step what we need to be doing as a people, as one, as an individual, as a mother, as a father, and everything that goes on top of that and under that and in between. This has been the most reflective month, the reflective year of my entire life. And it's only been how many months until this year? We're in the fourth month of 2020. And I've had more reflections in this four months than I've had in my entire life. This has been the month year of reflection. And that's how I'm looking at it. Because it, it started off in the beginning of the month. And, and this is April is when I celebrate my New Year's. When everything is alive and breathing and, and, and sunny outside and growing. You know, I don't celebrate the New Year when everything is dead and cold. That's not my time. My time is now. My melanated time is now when the sun is shining. This is my time. And yet, I'm being cooped up in the house. No sunshine. Due to a virus. We're missing out on vitamins and minerals and godness. Due to a virus. My son's son's waking up, y'all. Are we paying attention? So, you know, I, I come in peace. And, and you know, I come with good energy and I, I come real. 
and I'm going to say it without telling and without saying it. Do, do your research. Stop being so ignorant. Come out of your own comfort. Learn something. Want to learn something. Want to teach something. Want to pass something on. It's a, it's a pandemic. It's a war against your mental, against your spiritual, against your physical. And you still running around, toting guns, killing your own brothers, killing your own sisters, shooting at open crowds, injuring kids, killing kids, paralyzing children. Your own, your own kind. You can find time to do that with all this going on. You can find time to pop bottles with all this going on. You can find, still find time not to connect with your children with all this going on. You can find time to complain that you have to educate your own children with all this going on. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. What does it take? And let me attend and grab my baby. So they say, well, she's telling us about her kids, but her baby in the background crying. They are our responsibility. At all times, we must protect our offsprings. We must protect each other. We must protect our communities. And I am tired, and I know y'all tired as well. And with all this going on, we still see this going on in our communities, in our homes. We have to come together in this and after this and bring an end to the ignorance, help with the mental illness, and address the trauma that's been paralyzing us for so many years. And we keep allowing it to go on. We are responsible for what's going on in our communities. Yes, we know about the enemy. We know about the machine. We know this. The enemy has never not showed you who they are. That's not an excuse for you to lack what you should be doing in your home, in your community, in your family. It doesn't lack it. Just because you're in prison, you're behind bars. Those were choices that you make and not everybody behind them bars should be there. Freedom guys. Freedom guys that should be home with their families. But the moment you were incarcerated, an another plan should have been in effect for you to be a father behind them bars, no matter if you was behind them bars or not. That doesn't mean that you stop being a father. That doesn't mean that you stop being a brother. And I know they, you know, it gets lonely behind them bars. I know it does. It's cold in there and it's cold out here too. So in this time, I need y'all to stop pointing fingers at each other. I need us to come together. I need us to wake up. I need us to pay attention. Because this is time for reflection. It doesn't matter what walk of life you in. What religion you follow. What your beliefs are. What doesn't change is the color of your skin. What's not going to change is that you are the God of the sun. That's not going to change. That's not going to change. So in some way, shape or form, we have to find a way to come together. Even if it's this much. If it's little, it has to be some type of common ground. Some type of common ground has to happen. And, and I'm going to leave it just like that for this episode of Poverty Talk Podcast. We have to quit with being rebellious towards ourselves because we only hinder ourselves as one, as a community, as a people. 
We may try to separate ourselves as much as we can through however, through money, you know, through religion, through whatever. But it doesn't change how they all look at us. It doesn't change how we're looked at in this world. It doesn't change that, does it? I don't think it has. And I'm sure everybody had to have an experience where you had to be reminded to stay black. You already know it's your girl, Lady Lou. Make sure y'all check out Titus, T-I-D-U-S, on Instagram, on YouTube. That's a young fella that, um, you know, his song that I played, Not Sorry, in the beginning of this episode. I'm really feeling this music. He doesn't really have a big following on Instagram, so I need y'all to go follow that young man to go listen to his music on YouTube because it's really hot. It's really, you know, energetic. It's really soothing. Um, if you're looking for some good underground music, your girl, Lady Lou, would definitely put you deep to it. So go follow him. His name is Titus. That's T-I-D-U-S. And I am sponsoring this episode um, to, you know, his song, Not Sorry. I need y'all to go listen to that. It's my baby boy. He's here sleeping and your girl, Lady Lou. And this is Poverty Talk Podcast. And y'all already know. Stay black. Peace. I love y'all. Stay safe. Stay your black ass in the house. Come on the virus.